Hey everybody, you're listening to What's Your Number? The chronicles of two well-traveled women as told through sexual experiences. I'm Olivia and I'm in Barcelona. And I'm Mariah recording from Boston. This is the podcast where we tell each other the story of every person we've ever slept with, starting with number one. It was that I just didn't want it so bad that time. That's what happens. You know, when you set your intentions and you just really get, (laughs) you you get in your body and you take a few deep breaths. A few deep breaths. You center, connect with your root chakra. There's a cobra at the base of your spine. Yep. (sighs) Yeah, just, just find your little dog. Just made that. Just made that part up. It's <laughs> like wow. I have really. We're like haven't clearly. been to yoga in a minute, but I don't remember the little dog. <laughs> I hope no. Mo- uh, I hope no. Like yogis are listening to this. I'm sorry. Like our fan base is made up like entirely of yogis. I mean, like, I'm sure. You. I'm sure it is. And listen, it's not. It's it's. I, there's actually a yoga studio in my story today. It's um, but you know, if you can't laugh at yourself, then well, don't listen to our podcast. That's all we. That's all we do. It's the whole I reason do, we're I here. I do love yoga. I do love yoga. Um, one of the only <laughs> like satirical essays I've pitched is is about, and I did not get accepted. By the way, I think I sent sent it into McSweeney's. Do you remember that? Oh gosh, yes the the most hipster publication <laughs> of all time. Prime prime hipster dumb. For sure. Prime hipster. I was living in Portland. Uh, my idea was I wanted to write an essay about um, yoga, like yo- how yoga teacher, like, no, somebody who went to yoga was like, went there to like feel dominated by the yoga teacher. Okay. Because she'd be like, now lean back. And that person would be like, ooh, you know, like just kind of like that whole relationship. Because yes. there definitely is something about the yoga. It's kind of nice to have somebody just kind of like tell you what you every single thing you have to do definitely and I was I was trying to make a parallel between that and like you know I don't know submissiveness mm-hmm. and sex. Mm-hmm. oh yeah but they didn't they didn't love it I want to probably send it to the wrong publication I think maybe I don't know I, I never actually read McSweeney's but um I want to read that essay write it yeah. pitch it to me I should write it <laughs> I should write it yeah Except I totally it. should <laughs> pitch it to you I pitch it to you <laughs> The literary article of Olivia. Well, I do have something else I want you to read, but um, do that is for yeah. I'll I'll send that to you. Okay. I I I wrote like a little essay about how like I keep meeting the same guy over and over and over again. Cool. And, yeah, and he, but like, but like all the versions of like the people I've loved, like all the people I've loved have been like a version of him. Mm. But I still keep meeting versions of him like out in the world wild and now now we just like we're just kind of like nod and smile and (laughs) wink at each other and 
<laughs> ah, I love carry it. Carry on with our lives, you know. He's like my he's my buddy. He's my constant companion. Oh man. You know? That's awesome. Yeah. Okay, I want to read that for sure. <laughs> I'm super I'm super intrigued. Will you put it on our blog, Mariah? I will. Yeah, I totally will. I'm always yeah. pushing you. I, I, I'm I, always I, pushing Mariah I, to, <laughs> to do just anything for the podcast would be nice. That, I yeah, I no, I was thinking I'd put it on the short. I rarely have time to like write like a whole thing like that, but I was on the plane yesterday and I was like this needs to be written. Inspiration so. struck. Oh cool. I love it. Well, blog or no blog, I still want to read him. Blog or no blog. Sounds good. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Well, what do you say? Um, What's what's been up with you? Um, Gosh, I mean, everything, you know, has changed, but so much stays the same. I've got a new job. I've got a new roommate. That's my boyfriend. I've got a new pet. No, just kidding. No pets. Um, no, that's really it. But how is, it's enough. And it's great. How's the whole live-in situation? Dude, it's 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 really sweet. Yeah, we get a kick out of each other. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, it's and it's so nice. Yeah, living with him. Such a time saver, right? Oh my gosh. I have so much. I, I actually do have so much more free time. I see my friends more. I, um, sometimes in the evening, I'm just like, like, like yesterday, I think it was, I was like, I'm just going to paint my toenails, you know? Cause like, I don't have anywhere to go. And, uh, yeah, because I used to just be (laughs) always like on a train to or from his apartment basically. And, uh, yeah. And I don't know. It's, yeah, it's definitely increased, increased my quality of life. We are looking for another place, like a little more room, a little bit closer in. We're moving up. We're moving up in the world is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Nice. I feel like I just moved into a version of the birdhouse. Really? Okay. You just moved. Williamsburg. You just moved to Williamsburg. Like we moved at the same. No. Well, no, that's not even true. It doesn't matter. We've been doing a lot of of shifting rounds. But how is it besides I know kind of a shit show the move, but how are you liking it? Yeah, I mean, I think similar to the birdhouse, it is an interesting place. Um, it's so it's actually 120 years old. Uh huh. Um, the building itself, and when we first moved in, like the walls were so like I was like I can't believe that you expected us to move into this place like this without painting it. Mm-hmm. They were, and I've actually heard from a lot of people that like sometimes like you know New York landlords like won't paint it for you or they won't do certain things and like just it is you get what you get kind of situation (laughs) so at least they painted it I also got them to paint some accent walls which is I think gonna help with the depth Uh (laughs) um cool wow that's awesome yeah man I don't know anything about your life I'm realizing I thought you guys were gonna go to Argentina in like a year nine months I thought so too yeah I I thought so too we spent like the whole spring like kind of arguing about where we wanted to go <laughs> yeah yeah for sure I yeah I think we we both were thinking Argentina but I think it would just be hard with my job and also Ryan uh, needs to be close to someone who can do physical therapist uh, therapy on his wrist yeah he has like and it's like he needs to work with like a specialist so he wants to stay in the U.S. for like at least six months and then but then he wanted to move right and I was I was like bro like 
I can't move every six months. Like, forever. I just yeah. can't, I can't commit yeah, to that. Yeah, you, you like, have been need, doing it for a while. <laughs> yeah, I was, I just need some more continuity. So, so yeah, so we compromise. Got it, got it. Okay, cool. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, that's exciting. Man, I've got so, I've got such a fucking like power cluster of friends in new york maybe i'll i'll come maybe i'll come next weekend (laughs) hell fucking yeah i mean and also i have a place for us to record now and a place for us to stay like amazing i mean theoretically when once we get furniture and unpack some shit um (laughs) yeah 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 (laughs) easier said than done yeah totally no exactly you're like well maybe not next weekend but one day soon (laughs) Maybe not any time in the next two months, but... <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> Whenever. No, but no, we, we'd find a place for you. Oh, yeah. No, that's sweet. And Bobby also... welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And I think also that maybe that'll be the case here, too, in the new in the new situation. Because now, at this point, we're a little bit crowded because we have, like, all of Ari's stuff is in one of the rooms. It's just, like, Ari's storeroom. But, um, yeah. looking Also looking forward to just... Getting a little bit more settled. This is, this is, yeah, this is life at the end of the podcast. Um, this is not life yeah. like where the podcast is now. I don't think this is what people come to the podcast for to hear about like our, our apartment. Right. <laughs> like about we're how we're like settling gone. down and moving in with our partners and, you know, I know. moving forward in our careers. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's kind of it's kind of a boring ending, but or like I don't know if it's really an ending. But I do only feel time like will tell. <laughs> I was only thinking. I was thinking recently, though. I'm like the search does continue. I have a tattoo that says the search continues. Yeah, so it has to. It has to continue. <laughs> and I feel like I don't know. It's just been. I don't know. I don't want to give too much away, but. But yeah, I keep meeting this guy. Okay. Yeah. I keep I keep meeting this like person. I don't know. Did I know him in a past life? Why? Did I know him? I mean, my my boyfriend is him too. Uh-huh. Like they're all the same person. It's weird. But um I'm wait for this I don't essay. Know. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's weird. Um who knows? Maybe we'll maybe we'll uh I don't know. I can. I, I guess what I'm trying to say is, I can sense some potential non-monogamy in the future in our relationship. Okay. Yeah. And so then there's more, more uh, fodder. More, for the- more. Yeah. And if for no other reason, I mean, do it for the podcast, right? That's what we always yeah. say. <laughs> Doing it for the pod. Although I loved, and I know we have to move on, but I just want to say, like, really interesting episode, the solo episode. Oh, thank you. Thank just you. Talking. I I really love that because I I definitely feel like sometimes like I don't know like the polyamory mindset is kind of like the scarcity mindset like oh no I have to I have to try everything and do everything and you know keep everything and blah 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 sure. and like I think I am definitely more of like a monogamous person mm-hmm. and um I I definitely see it is you invest in one person, you know, like you I'm not saying either one of them is like the right way, Mm -hmm. but you kind of like you invest in in like a in a single person. And it does remind me a little bit more of, you know, I guess the I don't know. What what do you call it? So like socio. 
I don't know if I want to call it socialism necessarily, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah, like um, the article, the word that they use in the article is like coalition building or something like that. Oh, okay. Something like that. But yeah, yeah, no, totally. That's, I know what you mean. And I also feel, I feel that, yeah, there's so much about polyamory that I think is awesome and have always like it's funny when I'm not in a relationship I'm always just default poly in the sense of like I just think that's where my mind is I don't know my mind intellectually I just agree but I also just don't have any desire to put it in practice ever and I always just wonder about that if that's That's I would say that sums up exactly how I feel I like the idea of it. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if it's like, you know, I think a lot of people would say, well, you, you know, that makes sense because that's how you've been socialized. It's how you were raised. You need to put it, you need to, you know, break down some, some barriers and et cetera, et cetera. Um, and I mean, I was raised in a pretty poly household. Like, yeah. Not to like, I yeah. mean, you know, I, whatever. But I, I, I don't know if that's, it for me exactly I I just and I feel like it's at the same time you also don't want to push it too much just because intellectually it makes sense it also has to feel right I guess yeah I feel like the reason why I see it in our in our future of our relationship is because I feel like it allows for individual growth and I think yeah. we are going to want to explore that and, and need that. And so, but I think, um, I think the reason why I've felt like more monogamous, especially in this relationship, I think it all makes sense because I've just felt the need to like want to, um, I guess, build something with one person yeah. kind of like a little bit more. So like, like put, put my resources in, in one area and kind of like build a lasting, um, relationship and poly people are saying, well, you can do that when you're in a poly relationship. So I know I'm not, I'm not, um, minimizing that and know it's super possible for some people, but, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But it is kind of like maybe one thing at a time, you know? Yeah. I don't feel as much like when I was younger, I definitely felt a lot, a little bit more. So like, I want to try everything. I want to do anything. And I would meet somebody like, you know, a version of this, guy Mm -hmm. who keeps coming up in my life I would meet that him and I'd be like oh well I need to act on this and it was like this whole this like magical thing and then now I just I like don't feel that FOMO yeah I feel like it's like more I have like an abundance mindset like I'm like well a like I've you know I definitely lived my 20s and definitely done that yeah plenty of times you know yeah yeah like the urgency is gone yeah for sure so I don't know I don't know if that relates directly to to what you were talking about, but I just it was an interesting way of looking at it, and I think, um, yeah, just interesting. Yeah, no, totally. It's cool, cool to hear your hear your thoughts. Oh man, <clears throat> yeah, cool. Right, well, so today do? we're talking about your number twenty, right? We are, we are. It's it's an exciting time to be young Olivia. 
in a very different place than we are in now. Um, yeah, should I just dive right in? I'd say so. Okay. Um, so, okay, it's been a while since we did one of these, you know, part of our regularly scheduled program numbered episodes. So, yeah, I don't even know if you remember, like, what's going on in in no the story. Yeah, good, good, good. Yeah, so I'll, I'll catch you up real quick here. So, as you'll recall, I had gone back to Chile to be with number 13. That had gone horrifically. Uh, then we broke up in very poorly episode 18 and number with the number 18. And then I took a trip to Brazil and I had, you know, a one night stand that was number 19. Okay. So I get back to Valparaíso from Brazil and everything is different. Everything is different. Number 13 doesn't want to see me anymore um, because we had kept like fucking and stuff. In fact, I actually remembered I didn't I didn't include this before. I was re- trying to remember when exactly the last time we slept together was, like how many episodes he would actually be in. And I remembered later after we recorded that it was actually right before I went to Brazil. He came over to the hostel where I was staying and where I lived and uh, we had sex, amazing sex, always such good sex with number 13. It was of part course. of the problem. Um, and yeah, afterwards he told me that <laughs> that would be the last time that we ever made love. That's how he would talk. He was like, yeah, that's the last time we will ever have sex. And of course this like made me bawl my eyes out. And he was like, well, you were the one that fucked other people. So I'm just being honest about how I feel. And in the end, he was right. Yeah, that, that was the last time. Because when I got back from Brazil, I the only time I saw him, he stopped by to um, pay me back some money that he owed me. And he didn't want to come inside or anything. And that was one of the last times I saw him, yeah. At least he paid you back. <laughs> oh, God, at least he paid me back, dude, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we can say that for him. Um, uh, yeah, so I, and I had also moved to, into a a new hostel, um, because the one I'd been in closed for the season and I still have some of my same friends staying there and, you know, it's, it's, it's cozy. It's fall. We make fires in the evening and we're just kind of in this cozier routine. Um, it's Mm -hmm. early May and my friend, I'm going to call Manu. He's having a birthday party. Um, he's my best friend in Valpo at this point because Vicencio stayed in Brazil. My other friends with the baby, well, you know, they have a baby. And uh, yeah, besides, <laughs> Manu's fucking awesome, though. Um, he's a Taurus, so, you know, what more do you need to know? But yeah, uh, his birth is just like a few days before mine. <laughs> <laughs> and... Uh, it's going to be a huge party because um, he's exagerado and also he knows a lot of people. He's been in Valpo for a long time. He's having at a friend's yoga studio. And one day. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, my God. Full circle. Right. I said I said there'd be a little yoga in this. <laughs> Wait, um, how old are you turning also? I am turning 25. <clears throat> Yeah, and it is it. a full-on 
25, I had a real quarter life breakdown at 25. And it's funny, one of my friends recently turned 25 and she was really going through it. And she was just like, I feel like I don't, I shouldn't be this upset. It's 20, it's only 25. I'm not 30. And I was like, okay, sh- first of all, shut up. And second <laughs> shut of the all, fuck up. and second of all, oh, yeah, I freaked out <laughs> way more about 25 than I did about 30. Um, yeah, but yeah, that's, that's a whole other, a whole other conversation anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so he, so yeah, he's planning his, this big party and he, one day he comes up to me and says to me, I mean, we never spoke English, but he says to me in English with his cute, like Mexican accent, he's like, are you ready for the new season of Laguna Beach? <laughs> but it comes out like Laguna <laughs> Bitch, you know? <laughs> and I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, there's going to be a new season of Laguna Beach. <laughs> like, he, he goes on to explain that his friend from Argentina is coming back to Valbo ostensibly for his party but in reality it's to try and win back this girl whose heart she's broken and this is actually going to be super dramatic because the plan is for her to come back and then surprise this girl you know the woman scorned if you will um who doesn't know that she's coming back so Manu's friend is basically gonna like ambush this girl at his birthday party and he's like (laughs) <laughs> kind of excited for the drama, and he's also kind of mad that she's stealing his thunder. But, you know, so that's what's going on. Um, okay, I see. Is is it going to be, like, it, so she was so she was heartbroken by the girl? She broke a girl's heart. And she's heart. trying to... Oh, she broke a girl's heart. Oh, got it. Okay. And, but she, you know, regrets it or something. She wants She wants to win her back or something like that. Okay, okay. Yeah, she wants to un- undo what's been done and right the wrongs and I, I, something to that effect, I think. Um, yeah, so... I'm sorry, but if someone tried to win me back by doing this, I'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> like, it's interesting. text or a call, one-on-one yeah, conversation. Yeah, try an email. Yeah, 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 yeah right? Um, well, yeah, we totally, we said the same thing. We were like, what is she... Well, this is a terrible plan, but like it'll be fun to watch. But um, yes, yeah, so, like a little backstory on this girl, uh, the friend. I knew about her already because I had replaced her at the other hostel where I worked. So like she hadn't been gone that long when I arrived, and like I took over her bed and her chores and her little cupboard in the kitchen. And also when I had arrived earlier that summer. Um, Manu was making a short film about a young lesbian named Olivia who was based on this friend, this friend from Argentina. And Manu, one of the first things he ever said to me was like, it's just so crazy that I'm working on this project about this girl named Olivia and who's based on my friend. And then she leaves and the person who replaces her is actually named Olivia. Like, that's kind of crazy. It is kind of crazy. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, what? And yeah. So I don't know. We had a laugh about that. And I, and I was like, well, I assume that you named your character Olivia because of, you know, the lesbian connotations of the name. Weirdly, he hadn't. But it's not like it's common knowledge. I just happen to know that about it because that's one of the reasons that my parents named me Olivia. You know, because they harbored these not at all secret hopes that I would grow up to be a lesbian. 
Wait, wait, wait. What are the uh, lesbian connotations of the name Olivia? I'm so glad you asked, Mariah. Do tell. So... I'm like, wait, 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 wait. So the, the name Olivia. I feel like you're telling me like a children's story. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> so Olivia, Olivia was invented by Shakespeare for the character in the play Twelfth Night who falls in love with Violet, who's dressed as a man. So she's the first, you know... One of the first women in literature, I mean, this is obviously after Sappho and things like that, but in Western literature uh, to, you know, have sexual feelings for a woman, even though she thinks she's a man, but maybe she kind of knows. And after that, there's just a ton of, of references to Olivia that are, you know, lesbian in nature. Like there's this famous... Um, book that is written anonymously it's called Olivia by Olivia that's about a, this young girl who falls in love with her school teacher in France that's published in like the 19th century then there's like Olivia Records the first ever only women's record label that was uh, started in the 70s by a bunch of like second wave feminists then I mean there's a million things but it's kind of a rabbit hole and Good to know. Good to know. But, you know, Manu was kind of magical like this. He didn't have to know things to know them. So I'm not even surprised that he just would name this character Olivia. I mean, he, yeah, has a very, one of the best, like, highly trained intuitions of anyone I know. But, yeah. Um, so, yeah, the day of his wow. party comes and his friend, we'll call her the other Olivia, arrives. Um don't really like her at first, you know, at this point. I'm very enmeshed with Manu, as it's probably clear. And I don't really want to share him. And um, also, Taurus problems. Tauruses are going to Taurus. Um, she doesn't really seem <laughs> super friendly. Like, I, she gets there and I tell her I've left her some clean sheets on the extra bed in the staff bedroom or whatever. And she just kind of was like, okay. And then later that night before we leave for the party, I still I see that she still hasn't made her bed. And I say that something to her like, you're not going to want to make your bed like when we get back at the end of the night. And she just kind of shrugs at me. And I'm like, this Laguna bitch is so sloppy. Like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> I also find that the most Olivia interaction ever. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's like your love language is like, freshly made bed for or like I don't know yeah like clean sheets yeah I don't, it just seems very you <laughs> totally I'm trying to be nice to this person and like give them clean sheets and they just don't seem to like give a fuck so obviously I didn't think that was cool at all um I mean that isn't that kind of isn't cool like yeah I mean if someone left me clean sheets I'd be like thank you so much that's very nice of you yeah that exactly. I think, I mean, it doesn't seem like that much to ask, but I, I mean, her mind is on other things, I, I think. So at the party that night, as you can imagine, ton of drama unfolds, un dramon, and I watched the whole thing happen. So the woman's scorn shows up and then the other Olivia walks up to her and they just stare at each other and then they embrace and then there's tears and then they walk out together and I don't really see what happens after that, but ultimately it's not like a joyful reunion as you 
as you guessed, like the woman scorn just tells the other Olivia to fuck off out of her life. Like, why are you ambushing me at my yeah. friend's party? This is so weird. Right. And um, yeah, so it does not go at all as hoped. Um, I'm just sitting outside smoking at some point and the other Olivia comes and bums a cigarette off me and we just kind of sit there for a while and we're talking and I'm like, how's it going? <laughs> she's just like, yeah. Wait, the other Olivia, her name is actually Olivia? No, no, no. She's just, as oh, sorry, but her. the one that she's named. Yeah. Okay. Got it. The friend of, I see of mine is. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it. we go, but we ended up walking back home together to the hostel and it's like super late, like maybe 4am or something, but um, we're still the first people back in the room and she sees her bed and she's like, fuck, I really wish I'd put the sheets on this. <laughs> I just kind of laugh and I'm like, I mean, you can sleep in my bed, like if you want. And so she gets in my uh-huh. bed and that's the first time that I ever hook up with a woman. Yeah. I saw that one coming from a mile away. But didn't you already know? <laughs> I kind of did, but I also just like, I don't know. The foreshadowing. It just also no also this bitch this bitch yeah 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 this Laguna bitch yeah totally <laughs> she's like she just I don't know she she knew she was gonna get some tonight yeah you know right yeah <laughs> one way or another one way um, or another yeah totally yeah she needed okay, it amazing I was down and yeah we keep we keep doing it um. She, we can call her number 20, uh, stays for like a week. <laughs> and um, on my birthday, uh, we go to the house of the actress who played her in the short film about the girl named Olivia. And Mon was like, the three Olivias are here. The inspiration, the actress, and the real Olivia who's like finally living up to her name. <laughs> oh my god, I love this. I love this. Is, this is a wonderful story. I love this a lot. <laughs> Thank you. It's so it's so cool crazy when life be is like as inter- like so interesting that it could be a story, you know? Yeah. So coincidental and like yeah, I love that. It really captures like a th- almost theatrical coincidence. Totally, totally. Yeah. <laughs> or like when things happen in real life that you're like if I said this was fiction, people would be like, this is overdone, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, that night, um, number 20, or my birthday like, evening, she makes this big um, dinner. She makes gnocchis. It's very Argent- Argentinian moment. And um, we make a fire and some friends arrive like just in time for the celebration who are out of town. And it's like, very sweet and loving. And just like everything is upside down. Like it's my birthday, but it's fall. It's cold in May and I'm <laughs> sleeping with a woman. And then there's somebody that I'm sleeping with who's like actually being nice to me. And um, mm. that's the real that's the real weird thing. <laughs> yeah. I'm hot off the heels of number 17 sorry was he 17 13 13 god damn it yeah okay I just want to say really quick like number 13 had a long run like we're still Still. feeling the effects of number 13 and we're over here in 20 over here in 20 still feeling the reverbs yes 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 we are I mean 
It has been an action-packed time for young Olivia. Like, she's been getting it in. But, yeah, for sure. Um, And, (laughs) I mean, it's funny, like, with number number 13 and number 20. I mean, she has so much – number 20 has so much love to give. But at the same time, like, she does have this kind of fiery energy that number 13 does. Her birth is, like, a day before his. And it's it's a lot of birthdays in this – in this episode but it just kind of I end up feeling like you know I mean she is also the bad guy in somebody else's story who's also you know in Valpari so that same you know at that same time and it's kind of like she came back to make things right with that girl and she ended up making things right with me instead or making me feel better instead it was kind of like she missed the mark a little bit but she still did some good I guess you know yeah um what were your like what were your feelings for her like were you kind of starting to fall for her at all or I'm so did you kind of know it was temporary I'm so glad you asked because um I I happen to have the journal entry and I wonder if you would indulge me <laughs> oh yes I would <laughs> let's hear it <laughs> journal entries don't lie <laughs> Uh, I just happened to have it marked to this page, May 17th, 2016. No, um, well, I'll just preface this by saying, I think, yes, I, well, I'll let it speak for itself. I think just having sex with with a woman is, and what it makes me feel and like what it doesn't make me feel is, is just, it's a lot to, it's a lot to process. Um, It's a lot to process. I say, the thoughts that roll around in my head when I think about what happened with number 20 are, in the moment I was turned on, I came again and again. Her breasts were incredible. She knew how to fuck me and like I wanted to be fucked. But afterwards, I didn't feel that pull. During either, really, I didn't. She was steering the ship and I didn't feel that scratchy, crazy, what is that word? Oh, yeah. Scratchy crazy. Oh, my God. Put it in me now feeling. I miss the dick. What can I say? (laughs) (laughs) Then again, I wasn't able to get there with the last two guys I fucked either. And maybe it's just my heartbreak that's keeping me back more than anything. One thing I didn't miss, but that was missing, was the orgasm control. Men have so much ego involved in when and how you come. Number 20 made me coming, made me come just by pressing her thigh against me. I would be embarrassed for some reason to hump a guy's thigh. I hear it all the time on Dan Savage. <laughs> Such a dated reference. I hear it all the time on Dan Savage. Guys not wanting to use a vibrator on their girlfriend because she'll only be able to come that way afterwards. So what? I've got news for you, bucko. She's not coming at all right now. Uh, it's so unfair. Straight sex definitely makes me angry. <laughs> that Was that Dan Savage speaking? <laughs> I think that's me speaking. Number 20 and I have been texting relentlessly. The thing is, talking to her now, she feels like a girlfriend, a gal pal. That's how she felt in between fuckfests, too. Even the next morning in bed together, if if a man I am attracted to rolls over and kisses me on the shoulder, I see stars and romantic songs start playing in my head. When number 20 did it, it was like, how nice. 
Is that because I knew she would and thus I took it for granted? And it's just the patriarchy making me grovel for a little postcoital affection from a man? Well, what I do know is that as I was turning 25 and the earth moved around itself for the 366th time, it was leap year this year. Since I turned 24, I was with a woman for the second time and we were pleasuring each other softly wet smooth pillowy our long hair and thighs and thumbs intertwined it's a first draft i think there's a little it's a little to I work out there, but yeah i i think no i think it's a good it, it kind of captures the experience for, i mean i like it it's i like how honest it is about you know exploring your own feelings i mean yeah, I feel like, you know, I've felt like that, too, when I've hooked up with women. It's like, at the same time, it's kind of, like, amazing. Yeah. Be, like, because you're, like, I mean, I think my feelings are different than yours, but, I mean, obviously, surprise, surprise, but um, <laughs> <laughs> imagine that. But uh, but I think that there is a little bit of a, a feeling of, whoa, like, holy shit, first of all. Like, whoa, yeah. this is, like, magical. And then some, and then you're like, oh, is there something missing? Yeah. And, and then you kind of start to compare it yeah. to sex with a man. And what I've realized, like, I, I think like in the last couple of years is that you can't really compare them. I kind of consider them yeah. like very different things mm, now. Interesting. For sure. For sure. Like, for sure. I, I just, they're, they're such different experiences. Yeah. 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 And I mean, it is going to be different when, when you are straight and having sex and having gay sex. I mean, I don't know. I think it's, it's kind of like until you try it. And I did, I have like slept with other women since number 20, but not a ton, but and like you said, like, it's always amazing and it's always so different. And I guess, you know, I wanted it to be, it's, I think earlier in the, in the journal entry, I'm like, I just, I, I've always wanted to be gay. And, you know, as I said, my parents want me to be, <laughs> always wanted me to be gay. Yeah. I think I always just had this feeling like, you know, it came with a bit, the experience maybe is tinged with just the tiniest bit of disappointment, I think, realizing that it's not mm. the answer to to everything. Yeah. For me. Yeah. Yep, I can totally see that. I, I think there's always that question of like, am I or am I not, you know, like, is this something that I want more in my life? Right. Is, is this something... Is this like my new like standard for how I want to feel when I have sex? Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like that's a really hard question. Um, I think and I think I I'm I've I have similar feelings about that in a way like or have had and I don't think I've like fully explored it. I don't, I've never hooked up with a woman and like like who have like dated. Yeah. You know, like I've never like repeatedly hooked up with someone and then like hung out with them and had them like throw me a birthday party. Or <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I've never really like had feelings for a woman. Mm -hmm. Um, Like in, in like a deep romantic sense. I think that part might be one of the biggest hurdles for if you ha if you have been straight presenting like most of your life and you start to hook up with women like 
it is going to be a different relational experience than it would be with a man. Mm -hmm. And can you see them in a, in like a romantic way? And like, I've, I'm so used to meeting women and not seeing them in a romantic way. Cause that's just like how I've lived my whole life, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's never been like this strong desire. Oh, you need to start seeing women in a romantic way. Um, right. Yeah. Have you like, yeah, because I think what was happening with, with her was that she was having a lot of romantic feelings for me that were, of course, there was a lot of leaving energy and there was a lot going on and it wasn't, you know, I don't think that she really was, you know, falling in love with me or anything like that. I just think that she, she was really into it. You know, she was just like having fun and enjoying her week in Valparaiso with me. And so, yeah, but it was like, yeah. as the, as that was coming my way, I was like, oh, I just don't really know what to do with this. As you say, it was a bit of a challenge to navigate. Yeah. And like, and I think there's always the question, the part where you kind of second guess, like, am I feeling like this just because I'm not feeling like this? Or am I feeling like this because, or just because I'm not feeling, you know, the, the right feelings for it to be this romantic, beautiful thing? Or is it because... I'm not like my receptors aren't open yeah, to it. Definitely. Um, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I guess we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to leave it as, as a cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess. So, anything else to add about your story? No, no, that's it. Gonna leave. I think we should gonna leave it there. Yeah, let's leave it there and see see about your number twenty. See what happens next. All right. Yeah, I, I'll have to jog my own memory, but I'm sure it's a doozy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more doozies. Thanks for listening to What's Your Number. This episode was produced by Olivia and Mariah. Music is by No Fancy. You can learn more about us and check out our blog at whatsyournumberpod.com. We are on Instagram at whatsyournumberpod and on Twitter at therewasthisguy. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, leave us a review wherever podcasts are found and subscribe to hear about more sexcapades. <laughs>